0: Hey y'all, it's Brawl, and you're listening to the Complete Roller Derby Survival Guide podcast. This episode, we're going to talk about injury in derby. We'll go over some statistics. Is derby really more dangerous than football, for example? We will talk about my personal injury history, skate PTSD, returning to derby or not returning to derby after injury, and what types of injuries are most common. According to the data that we have. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to remind you that if you want to talk about this topic or another topic that I've covered in previous episodes or upcoming episodes of this season, shoot me an email and we can talk on next season. Um, we can talk offline or if you want to, you know, submit an audio clip or you want to do a full interview for an episode next season, I want to hear from you. You do not need to be a famous roller derby player, you know, some like quote-unquote household derby name I want to hear from everybody. Um, that doesn't exclude people who are like big derby names, but you know, if you have something to say and you play derby or you're in the derby realm, would love to hear from you you can email me at guide at gmail.com. Um, please tell me your derby name like who and where you skate for, um, maybe like a brief history of your roller derby journey. If you're emailing to talk about this subject, which is injury in Derby, um, maybe tell me like your lens on injury or like your history with injury in Derby and like what you want to chat about. If you just want to get involved in the conversation around the podcast, you can find the podcast socials on Instagram and TikTok. At Derby survival guide Um, the Instagram does have a link tree in bio so you can find everything else from there including email patreon bonfire etc let's let's get into the episode I think you've heard it all is derby dangerous of course it's a contact sport so there is going to be injury risk involved with roller derby and I think that most people that join are aware of that I have talked to some people who, like, start roller derby, and then they're like, wow, everybody's getting injured. Or not everybody, but, you know, they see someone get injured, and then they're like, ugh, maybe this isn't for me. And, like, yeah, tap out if that's not for you. Um, It is a full contact sport on skates. (laughs) There's going to be injury involved. That would be like showing up to football and being like, well, just not – I'll I'll play, but, like, I don't need a concussion, like – you, it's likely that some some form of injury will come upon you if you're playing a contact sport that's just how it is you can obviously do things to prevent injury but there are freak accidents like what happened to me that you you can't you can't do much about them all the time so best thing to do is wear your gear um hopefully you're insured if you're in the u.s um i not recommend that uninsured people play derby, like you still, you need to get uh, WifTA or whatever insurance you're playing under USARS insurance Um, but that will not cover full medical bills if you end up with a serious injury Um, yeah, it's just part of assessing the risk of the activity that you're doing and I think we need to be honest that it's not a good idea to play a full contact sport when you don't have health care. If you're uninsured and you can pay for the health care that would be necessary if you got injured, then cool, good for you. Um, Anyway, is roller derby dangerous? Let's look at some numbers because I get really frustrated when someone's like don't your knees hurt? Like (laughs) isn't derby really hard on your body? and to an extent, yeah, it is. Like, there, there's the risk of injury. It's a hard sport to play from an endurance and strength, etc. perspective, but often it's the people that, like, put their kids on the football field in elementary school and then they're like, but you're playing roller derby, isn't that dangerous? So, let us explore the numbers. I do recognize that we're comparing like WIFTEDA or like, you know, flat track derby, which is technically a novice sport, um, you know, non-professional to NFL, which is a paid sport. But these, I feel like these were some of the best stats I found. About 30% of football players are sustaining injuries. Um, Let's look at hockey because that's the other one compared a lot. 38.8% of National Hockey League players are sustaining injuries, Um, 42% for baseball, 72% for basketball. Okay, let's look at Derby numbers. I found a study from the National Institute of Health. Um, They're looking at about 1,400 respondents and 48.7% reported having at least one injury in the previous 12 months. We'll talk about types of injuries later from this same study, but this is the first study of women's roller derby injuries is what it says. So I think that the other sports have had more access to data and information that can help leagues develop policies and injury prevention programs. Yeah, based on these numbers, Derby is potentially less dangerous than basketball, potentially a little more dangerous injury-wise than football and hockey, but even potentially less dangerous than baseball? That's wild to me. Or about the same as baseball, I guess. Less dangerous than basketball, and basketball's not a contact sport. That is... That's an interesting one. Let's move on to types of injuries. National Institute of Health study says that the most common injuries were to the ankles, which at 22.5%, knees at 21%, and head at 11%. Of the head injuries, 75% of those were diagnosed with concussion whatever you want to do with that information, I think it's just good to be informed about the amount of risk that you're taking or like acknowledge it, as I was saying before. Um, This is a full contact sport. There's going to be injury, especially if you're playing. Well, I was gonna say, especially if you're playing at a high level, but most of the injuries I've sustained and witnessed have been lower level players that are just not, you know, it's a foreign thing and it's this like, intense contact sport so it's easy to get injured when you're learning something new like that I guess before I get into the like how do I know when I should take a break how do I know when to return skate PTSD etc let's I'll talk about my experience with injury um I haven't had a lot of like minor injuries like I've had Bruising, obviously. I bruise super easily, so I'm just constantly covered in bruises if I'm playing derby or not. Um, I've had, like, some of those real bad wheel shiners that have gone deep, you know, when you land on your own wheel or someone else's wheel gets caught in your knee pad or something bad like that. Um, Yeah, those take a little while to heal, but they're not an injury that puts me out of play. Um, I've had definitely a couple minor concussions but only one that was like actually assessed and that's on me there there was one time where I should have gotten assessed and I didn't um, the time I did get assessed <laughs> basically my teammate and I were in a scrimmage you know opposing each other and we just head butted each other by accident which is illegal and also led to a concussion for both of us and Mine was super minor and luckily I was back to playing within like two weeks or something. But you know, that's a real risk that you take when playing a contact sport, even with helmets and with rules that say that you cannot smash your heads together. Still happens sometimes. Um, The biggest injury that I have sustained is in March 2020, Um, this wasn't actually a Derby injury, but it has like vastly affected my Derby journey. So I kind of count it as a Derby injury. I don't know. You can argue with me if you want, but, um, it was the day that practice was canceled because of COVID and everything in Denver, which is where I was living at the time was shut down and my teammate and I were like, Oh no practice. Well. We were basically neighbors. We're gonna like isolate together. I was living by myself. Let's go to the skate park (laughs) instead of practice because that's outside, that seems safer. Also, we didn't really know anything about COVID. So it was kind of like, oh, I guess we shouldn't be in a big room together with a bunch of people, but maybe we can go outside and hang out. I don't know. Anyway, we went to the skate park. I was literally doing nothing. I was trying to do like a manual (laughs) on my quads. And I now know that my plate was not the right size for my skate. I got some bad advice on that one. And so my skates were just like off balance. And I'm also hypermobile so like my bones and joints and shit can move in weird ways. And I just fell and I think what might've been a twisted ankle in a normal scenario or like for another person ended up being a spiral fracture to my right tibia. I went to urgent care, Um, they put me in a splint for a couple days, took my x-rays and they were like, we think something's broken, but we can't really see. I went to the orthopedic surgeon and they took better x-rays. The urgent care I went to was garbage. They took better x-rays and they were like, yeah, that's definitely a spiral fracture right there. It was, you know, the first days of COVID being in the U.S. So they didn't want to do surgery, but also it was like a closed spiral fracture, meaning that it wasn't displaced at all. It was like a perfect spiral break up my bone, which is simultaneously freaky and lucky. Um, So they put me in a full leg cast for a month. And then I just had to keep going back for about six months to get smaller casts. Eventually I was in a boot for a while, um, I had to do PT, all of that was about a six month process, and I was really excited to go back to skating, but also nervous, understandably one of the questions that you know you should ask yourself when you sustain an injury is like when should I go back to skating for me it was I can't even walk right now I'm clearly not gonna be skating I did scoot around on a skateboard a little bit but uh, like on my ass not standing (laughs) Um, and I you know I had these long six months to think about if I was gonna play derby again and by the time that I was cleared to do so People still weren't playing derby anyway, and I had even more time to think about it. And I really do wish that I got to go back to derby as soon as possible, because I think that would have been really good for my mental state and my skate PTSD. But I did go back to park skating like as soon as I was cleared to do so. Um, you know, I eased into it for sure. I did like some outdoor rink skating and stuff like that before dropping in again or something. But, yeah, I think the hardest part for me has been the mental aspect. Um, I luckily don't have any hardware in my leg because, you know, it was all healed in a cast. There was no surgery that happened. So I am grateful for that because a lot of my friends have hardware, and I know that it causes other struggles. Um, But they did get to heal a lot faster than I did, so I think that that's valuable as well. But the time that I was in... I had nowhere to fucking be, (laughs) so (laughs) sitting around in a cast, I'll take it over having swelling and metal in my sensitive ass body. Um, So yeah, I was forced to take a real, real break from walking even, Um, I was on crutches for about, I think like four months out of the six, Um, and when I went back to PT it was essentially like didn't say this but I was essentially learning how to walk again and again this is like a tangent that I won't go on because it's not related to derby but going to a physical therapist who was did not know that I was hypermobile didn't test to see if I was hypermobile really resulted in some negative side effects that just caused other issues but I am glad that I went to the full PT I continued doing PT at home Sometimes I'll go back to doing some of the, like, more advanced PT that I was given if I feel like I need it, or just, like, I'll throw it into a workout I'm doing at the gym. Um, Yeah, so part of assessing the risk of injury in derby is recognizing that one injury can literally change you for good. You know, it changes the way that your body moves, potentially, it changes the way that you approach things, um, for me, it's caused a lot of like skate PTSD that I've had to deal with where, you know, I'll be on a floor that's sticky or something and my foot, my wheels will get like stuck to the floor and then my ankle, my leg will keep going and I feel my ankle twist in a weird way. And even if it doesn't hurt, I panic for sure. Um, so yeah, there's a huge mental component to injury and returning after injury that i think people mention but we could use with more conversation around that so if you want to come on next season and talk about that let's do it especially if you have like experience with it or you have professional background and treating ptsd that would be cool to talk about another aspect of derby and injury is when do we not return to Derby after injury? Obviously, it's a super personal decision, but I just remember my friend Nuke, when I broke my leg, we had all these, she had these amazing conversations with me um, that A, have really helped me in the moment, and B, have really helped me to support my friends in the future that have undergone injuries. Like, literally today, I sent a message to someone that was like, do you have... A therapist who is informed in PTSD because this injury that you just sustained you'll need that support whether you want to return to derby or not and Nuke recognized that you don't have to return to derby like that is a choice that you have you you don't have to recover and then go skate again and yeah obviously it's a personal choice just allowing people to make that choice and asking them what they think they're gonna do but not in a judgy way, because I did have family members be like, there's no way you're going to play derby again, right? And I was like, of course I'm going to play derby again. Like, it's a huge part of my life and something that I could don't want to give up if I don't have to, and having something for, to rehab myself for to get back to derby was like a huge motivator for me that I needed in order to do all of that. Every every time I choose a doctor, if I can, I try to choose someone who is in, like, the sports medicine field because, yeah, I'm not a professional athlete, but sports are a large part of my life, and the few times I've gone to doctors who don't have that focus, they don't understand that, like, I'm trying to get back to derby if I have some sort of injury or thing that's, like, preventing me from playing. Doctors who don't provide you with return to play guidelines or return to play plan are just, (laughs) they're not worth my time and money and energy. And you know, that's what I'm there for is to figure out how to go back. Obviously I want a doctor who will be realistic with me and say, hey, you should not be playing if that's the case. Um, I do know someone who like discovered some underlying health conditions after breaking their leg like a very similar break to mine and they didn't return to Derby because it was a very bad idea for them to do so and I really respect the fact that they heard that and said yeah okay I'm not going back because it's bad for my health um I think that we could use more of that in Derby of like Derby is a space for everybody that wants to and can participate but I think that we would be we would do do well to be more realistic about, you know, what are the risks? What in actuality are we doing in derby and is it actually attainable for everybody to play? Obviously there's different levels of derby that have different injury risks. I think something that I've seen other teammates do that is really smart is to agree with yourself or with a partner or, you know, whether that's like your derby wife or like your real life wife, uh, what is your limitation? Like, what is your limit on derby injuries? And when you hit that, you will quit. Um, or like, what is the thing that would cause you to get off of skates, you know? And obviously none of us want to wanna have it come to that. Um, I knew someone that had a deal with their husband that if they, you know, got a certain, they kept getting concussions concussion after concussion, so they made this deal with their husband that after, you know, their, like, X number of concussions, they would not play derby anymore. They were still involved in derby life after they hit that number, when they unfortunately hit that number, but they discontinued actually playing derby, to my knowledge. Um, I think having someone to hold you accountable to that is important, too, not just having it, like, in the back of your head of, like, If I, you know, fuck up my knees one more time, I really am not going to go back to Derby because that will just limit me in every other aspect of my life. I think concussions are a big one. Um, Yeah, if I sustained a large concussion, which, knock on wood, this this whole episode is making me nervous talking about potential injury. But if I were to sustain a major concussion, I would obviously focus on my recovery and, like, you know, assess everything once I'm recovered, but, you know, having that marker of, like, if this happens, I will not be returning to derby, and then maybe I'll just be a volunteer, or maybe I'll, maybe I'll ref. Um, Refing has its own risk of injury, especially if you're a skating ref, but it's definitely less risk than being, you know, a derby player participating in that contact. Um, Obviously, as a skating ref, you're right next to the contact. You can still get hit. You're not supposed to, but you can. It's another part, another realistic part of derby that we don't often talk about. Yeah, what's your opinion on returning to derby post-injury and when not to return? I want to know if other people have these, like, markers for themselves. I don't have one, per se, but, like, Think if I kept injuring myself in the same way, I would create one for sure. Knock on wood that doesn't happen. Holy shit! Okay. Also, if you have, you know, coping mes- mechanisms for skate PTSD, let's talk about those. I actually, the Instagram that this podcast now holds, the at Derby Survival Guide, used to be Bad Luck Skate Co. Um, which was this idea I had that kind of started taking off a little bit, but I just, I didn't start it at the right time in my healing journey. Um, I was still too close to my own injury to like support something like this. But the idea was to have people submit their injury stories and just have a space to talk about them. Um, and you know, skaters of all types, but like specifically park and Derby especially, just cause that's, those are the communities I come from. Um, but when I broke my leg, I was added to this like derby injury group and I was scared to tell anybody that I wasn't actually on the track when I broke my leg because I was pretty sure I would get kicked out. So I was just trying to make like a more open space to have those conversations, but maybe we can have those conversations like next season or on Instagram or TikTok now under this episode, you know, let's go, let's go chat about our experiences with skate PTSD, because knowing that you're not alone in that, however cheesy that may sound, is honestly one of the biggest things. Like, getting on the track and knowing that derby is quite a big mental hurdle for me, um, not only because of my neurodivergence, but also especially because of my skate PTSD. Knowing that other people also experience that has been majorly helpful. Derby is a mental game. You know, it's, it's a big mental game for anybody, but I think adding skate PTSD to that makes it extremely hard, and I don't know that people without the skate PTSD can always recognize that. So knowing who you can turn to on your team, or in your community, or online, if you need to vent about your injury experience or your PTSD experience is super helpful. And I know my DMs are always open to talk about shit like that because we're literally almost four years out from my injury and I still suffer from pretty traumatic, pretty bad skate PTSD sometimes. Literally a couple weeks ago we were doing this drill and I had to just walk off the track, skate off the track and go cry in a corner because something had triggered it and i could not stay upright and continue playing i needed to go breathe for a minute injury has also affected the like way that i skate like physically um part of it is just being you know off my feet literally for like six months affected my cardio endurance and i don't think i've really gotten that back a hundred percent Another aspect of that is I was participating in a disordered amount of exercise and under eating, et cetera, um, pre COVID and pre injury. And all of this just kind of happens to line up, and now I work out less and took a break from working out actually in order to heal myself. And, you know, that plays a part in it too. So I don't know how much of it is really just like directly related to skate PTSD and my injury. But i know that i used to jam a whole lot more before i was injured and now i'm kind of getting past it i think a little bit i kind of want to jam a little bit but uh up until very recently i was getting panic attacks every time i jammed and you know a lot of that can also be attributed to some chronic illnesses that i think that i'm dealing with but the point is you know having something break or literally damaging your brain is going to affect the way that you move through the world and especially going to affect the way that you move on the track if that is where you injured yourself and just being gentle with yourself and recognizing that other people are experiencing that too is really all you can do. I mean, you can, you can do more than that, but you can, (laughs) it's a very helpful thing to know that other people are struggling with that and that. know to know that it might alter the way that you skate yeah i think i'm going to shut the fuck up now and see what y'all have to say so shoot me an email um email roller derby survival guide at gmail.com follow us on instagram and tiktok at derby survival guide to contribute to the conversation let me know if you want to be on next season talk about injury or to talk about a different topic that we've already covered um let me know. Let me know if you want to be part of the podcast. Uh, this is Brawl and this has been the complete Rollie Derby survival guide. Okay. Thanks. Bye.